Oh my goodness. Hey everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show. We are already starting with so many good shenanigans. So there's so many good things to celebrate this morning. We so appreciate you choosing to tune into the show every single Monday through Friday Eastern. Katie Miglin, unfortunately, <laughs> continues just to show up for the show. And we're hoping someday that that she sleeps in or allows anyone else to to join the conversation. So maybe we'll see. You should. We're yeah, someday. Maybe but you should kick out. Maybe I could find someone else. Like maybe, maybe you should use proper English. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> see you later, guys. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show. Katie, as we joked about that, I'm pretty sure I'm not on next week. I mean, I <laughs> hope to be, but I'm pretty sure that you like are not letting me be cool and, and along with the party next week. I think that's accurate. I think I kicked you out finally. I know. Isn't it you and Jeff joining the fun? Yeah, I think it is because you are like traveling the world or something or you know, taking another free vacation. I don't know. Uh, or having shoulder surgery. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. It's one of those. Because yeah. you're recording and then it's for the week of the, yeah, the 30. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'll be <laughs> currently at that time. I, I believe you. I just show up when my calendar says to show up and I talk about ridiculous things. That's I just want to know like a vote, how many people are really excited for me to have my third shoulder surgery? I just like couldn't be more overjoyed. Did you know that you can have three? You only have two shoulders, but did you know you could have three surgeries? I am just really excited because I'm really hopeful Obviously, I'm hoping you're like safe and healthy, you know, all those things. But um, I'm just wondering what activity is Ray Hewitt going to try to do one handed? Because in the time I've known you, you have, I love you, but you are kind of stubborn when you have these surgeries because you are. Me? I am not stubborn. I am so the opposite of stubborn friends. So not stubborn. Ray Hewitt doesn't always like to admit that when you have shoulder surgery that means you are down one limb so ray loves to try to push herself to do things that you typically would need two hands because she wants to prove to people she can do it with one hand so first example she tried to do her hair and curl it well it was i would say it was pretty successful it didn't look it didn't look terrible but if you think about someone doing their hair they have to be able to go to both sides and if you'd only have one, you can only reach so far, mm -hmm, which yeah. is what made it funny because it was like clear she was 90% successful. Second example is trying to make a frozen pizza in the oven alone. Hold on. I feel like that had the opportunity of success. I need to make adjustments in the future, but here's my in the comments and the comments getting started. Could you make a frozen pizza one-handed? The answer is yes. I just did it wrong. Here's, here's the, here's the problem. I got it unwrapped. I set the oven. I put the pizza on the rack in the oven and it cooked successfully. That is like 90% success, right? I think the, the only, 
Okay. I, I do think that you were on a, you were on a positive, like successful track. Here's yeah. where I think you went wrong is that you made it how a lot of people make it, which you put the pizza on the rack by itself. Yes. And if you think about it, you have a hot pizza, you've got to put this, like the pizza pan in somehow to get the pizza on it, which yes. then requires like two hands. Mm-hmm. You should have put it on a pan to cook fully. Yes. And you would have needed to grab. So I look forward to this adventure for you to see what other things can Ray learn to do one-handed. Yeah. I just, to wrap up the story, I grabbed it with tongs and tried to be really fast to pull the pizza. If I could pull it out fast enough, then it like wouldn't go everywhere. Just to confirm it does no matter how fast you go. And I pulled it out with tongs, just the pizza and tongs, which the crust was not hard enough to sustain. And it fell all over the top, like the door of the oven that was open and then it was scalding hot. So you can't like clean it. Like you have to wait until everything cools. So Katie may have come over to a pizza, like cooling on my oven door. <laughs> upside down, by the way. It was upside yeah. down. That was the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the two takeaways is she not only tried to grab a pizza with. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. With tongs, which is odd, but also then. She was so determined that that pizza was going to be edible that she ate whatever pizza was left after she got whatever she could off the door. And I applaud her for her determination. I love frozen pizza. It was shout out to Jack's cheap frozen pizza. Maybe if I had used like a bougie pizza, it would have worked. Anyway, uh, this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, let's FYI. look at our notes that I take really well. Hey, Ray, I heard there's a new Sunday show. Yeah, and hey, did you know that when this airs, we will have already missed the first the first one. So that's why I want to mention. So Sunday show, guys, we have a Sunday show, meaning that we are live with Teach Better Today morning show five days a week. So you get to, you know, join the Teach Better family five days a week. Now, after the 20th of August, you actually get to also hang out with the Teach Better team on Sundays, which means we are live at minimum six days a week so i think there's a song there isn't there a beatles song is that eight days a week six days a week seven days a week there's a beatles song somewhere Um, tell us yeah um so yeah sunday sunday show is coming back it's exclusive to our private group so that is the only difference well there's a lot of differences between the show but that's like the biggest one um you can head over it's a free facebook group over at teachbettergroup.com it airs in the evening on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern with Brad Hughes. It's focused on like interviews and panels and like adding educators to, to your PLN. And, and there's going to be a, a theme every every um, week. And um, actually the comments, because it's streaming in one spot, you can not only engage with people on camera, but also engage with people in the comments and everybody can see each other's stuff. So that's officially launched. And I want to make sure that you guys also add that to your calendar for Sundays obviously you can watch the replay. Like you're always welcome for any of our live streams. Everything is saved to catch that uh, after the fact, but it is fun to engage live in that one because Brad and I engage with the comments. We bring in people for you to connect and grow your network with. And there's just a lot of good community time to get excited for the weekend. And it's Brad Hughes. So if nothing else, Brad Hughes. I need Brad Hughes time like that. When people talk about Sunday scaries, I'm like, I don't have them if Brad Hughes is a part of my Sunday preparation. 
because he lives on puns and I like that. So, yeah, I hope I hope you guys choose to tune into that. I feel like we really tried this year to cover a variety of different supports with our live streams. Obviously, the Teach Better team does a whole lot of stuff, but live streams are something that I know brings our community together. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is a very special show that we did last year. I got a facelift this year, but um, people were really, really positive when yeah. we launched that program. So excited for you all to join there and share your thoughts. It should be good. And I'm excited for all the interviews and panels we've planned. Like it's Mm going to be epic. Yeah. It's a good, we got some good lineups for sure. It's going to be great. Katie, I know that if you look on that fancy sheet of yours, we probably also have a topic we're going to discuss this morning. So should we get into our team talk? Let's do it. Okay. Get ready to buy. teach better today morning show we are headed into our team talk which is where we like to have a little bit more of direct conversation around education how we can be better each and every day as educators katie how do you want to kick this off because i love this topic and i know we have a resource that we want to share with our community in case they haven't snagged it yet because it does not matter how long you've been in the classroom with students you need to print this out you need to throw this in a drawer or put it on top of your desk and refer back to it when you want to improve your techniques? Well, today's topic, we're getting right into it. And it's going to be kind of how to question students and how to have those effective questions, because sometimes it's really easy to fall into the trap of service level questions or being too direct, where we almost are giving them the answer with how we question things. So I love the resource that we have for teachers. I love that it, it, it can be used literally any time of year because it works for every topic, every content, every level. So we really hope that this is something that you can download, take with you and just like have on your desk, have it on your bulletin board right by your, your desk. So that when you're like feeling, you know, we have those moments where we're like, oh, I need to like up my game a little. I feel a little like lull in my questioning. This hopefully is something you can lean on and we can provide you some insight. I will say this was a enormous pet peeve a few years ago. This was pre-COVID. So I say a few years ago, like, you know, different time, whatever. But I got this evaluation done by a principal that I really liked working with. And there was no like animosity. He gave me so much positive feedback. And then the only area that I could improve on, which I was like, really excited for feedback, but also pat myself on the back. Like, Oh, he thinks I'm a good teacher. The only area was the, I needed to be better at questioning techniques to enhance my student learning. And at the time I was like, actually, that's like really good feedback. I don't know a lot about that. Like I don't, I didn't at that time feel like I had this like intentional professional development on questioning, even though I knew that questioning was an essential component of teaching. Um, And I really didn't think about the questions I was asking students so much on assessments. I did like a formal test. 
I would know that I had to phrase questions perfectly, but like day to day in the classroom or at like kind of casual activities, I, I didn't really think too much about it. It wasn't that I wasn't intentional. I just didn't really have the skill set to be better in that area. So I asked him point blank in this evaluation, like post-conference, I was like, how do I improve this skill? Cause I'm eager, like sign me up. Where do I go? Is there a college course? Is there a book I can read? Is there a resource? Like give me something. And I'm not trying to in any way, like shame the response, but he was kind of like, yeah, you should go explore. And I'm like, I don't know how to learn what I don't know. Right. And at, and at that time, I really didn't have a strong network. And even if I did, what are you supposed to do? Like send a tweet out or like send an Instagram story out and be like, can someone give me a questioning resource? I know there's books, right. but like. It's such I, a specific skill that there's like, there's a spectrum of how someone does it. Right. So yeah. If, if like what you need it for, what your purpose is, and then what you do with it, like all of that impacts. And everything I was finding was really top level. Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Like we could talk philosophy, but I need like an answer like that I can right. go implement, like don't give me fluff or don't give me top level that I should then have to do hours of work to figure out how to make it applicable to my classroom. Like, how do I do it? Cause I want to do it. Right. So honestly, we di- I didn't find a resource when I was looking. And I'm not saying there isn't some, but like I really needed something that I could mm-hmm. like print out, easy to use, like make it like dumb and simple for me so I can do it and not have to like work at it that hard. Um, anyway, so I love that we have that resource and I share it with everyone. Like even if you are not really connected to the Teach Better community, I'm like, hey, you should steal this resource. It's really good. <laughs> at least you should show people where to grab it and then we can talk yeah. about it. Okay. okay so- I'm going to share our screen here for a second. Okay. If you guys head over to teachbetter.com slash the grid method, I know there's other places to get it, but this is like the easiest place to go. Teachbetter.com slash the grid method. Scroll all the way down. You don't need any of this stuff. Uh, well, I mean, you could look through it, but you don't need to go all the way here where it says extra helpful tools and templates. It is the first bullet point. If you click on it, you don't even have to put in your email, nothing. It automatically gives you this like PDF that you can download. I know it's in black and white. There is a color version for those of you that are interested. And if we zoom into this, it's literally question stems based on, whoa, uh, question stems based. Oh my God. I don't want this to keep zooming. Question stems based off of a DOK level. So it gives you like the starter of the sentence or the type of questions that you can ask based on like how challenging you want the content to be and based off of what you actually want the student to be able to do to prove they have the information. What I love about this resource is that it's very direct. So when you are needing a question to hit a specific target, it gives you a bank of them. But it also holds you as the educator kind of accountable to make sure you're doing a variety of levels of questions. We know that in order to see exactly where students are at in their learning, we have to provide a multitude of types of questions at different levels so that if a student, let's say, isn't quite ready to show full mastery, we can see where they're at in their learning. So maybe that's when we start, you know, asking some of those level one or level two questions. 
to kind of really grasp where they're at. And so I just, I like having this like kind of easily accessible, um, especially if you have, like you said, your, those intentional questions that maybe you've prepped for an assessment or you've prepped for conferencing. Some of those things you've thought about ahead of time are awesome. And it's good to think that through, but we know that sometimes the way that students answer prompt us to think differently or, you know, that we weren't expecting an answer the way that it came out. So this is a good place to kind of look to, to think like, oh, okay, well, I think they might understand, or I think they've got it, but I need a little bit more. So this gives you kind of some sentence starters to continue the conversation so you can really understand where they're at. Um, and Ray, can you go down to level four? Yeah, I will say for those of you unfamiliar with Webb's depth of knowledge, we have a full free course over in our academy, but this essentially is just going to scaffold your questioning. So like very easy to answer questions, things that you can Google will be at like level one. And then it creates more challenging questions as you go. Mm -hmm. It's really just, I just want to make sure we understand that these are like tiers that build in mm -hmm. intensity as you go. And level four should in theory be the highest. I love the level four here though, because that, this that gives you that, ideas. Yeah. yeah. Katie, what are your thoughts here? I like this, especially as I'm building the grid, which if you're a grid user or not, you could use it. But I, what I like is that it's like the creativity piece, which sometimes depending on your content, like you might lack a little because, you know, like you and I both taught math primarily. So it's easy to kind of get into that rigorous material, but to allow to like force ourselves to like think about students showing their creativity and really showing that extended knowledge. This, these like prompts were helpful for me as I was thinking about like, how could I get a student to show that they have a higher level of thinking in a way that isn't what I would expect, right? Not just solving a harder problem or doing more work, but like designing or engineering a product that demonstrates your understanding of a concept. Like how cool would that be if a student can execute that? And so I just think it's, it gives some like really open-ended ideas on how far a student's learning can really go. Yeah. And I will say typically what I found is when I did conferencing, I really tried to pull on level three skills yes. because it wasn't so much about them having the answer to what I was asking them, but for me to evaluate their thinking. So I would pull in conferences, a lot of like level three type questions, whereas maybe the like worksheet they were working on or the exit slip I gave them was maybe a level two or level one just asking them for the right answer. And I really liked that because as we work with um, different teachers on how to conference in the classroom and how to engage with students, the question of cheating always comes up. Like how do you, how do you stop students from cheating in a mastery learning classroom? Yeah. For me, it's about focusing a conference to not be about the right answer, but about their thinking. So anyway, I just love this document. So if you guys want to grab that again, you don't have to give your email. You don't have to be on our email, like anything. Um, you just need to go over to teachbetter.com slash the grid method, scroll all the way down to those helpful resources. And it's the first bullet point. So steal away. Yeah. Such a good resource to have Print it out, put it on your desk and then let us know if there's some, something you're doing with it, or, you know, if you've shared it or some success story with it, we'd love to hear it, but, oh, yes, you. I'm sorry. Right. I just thought this would also be really good if you have a student teacher coming into your room. Yes. If you have a student teacher or a new teacher on the hall, this could be a really good resource. Maybe they're not like, maybe they're overwhelmed and they're not looking to like fully dive into the teach better community yet, but mm -hmm. um, like print this out and put it on their desk. Be like, I found this to be a helpful resource. This would be a good one to pass on because yeah. it's not in, it's not um, 
intimidating or aggressive. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is just a helpful tool. So this would be a good one to like hand to a student teacher and be like, this is a good skill for you to work on. Anyway. Oh, that sounds like a future topic of what, how to coach a student teacher. You know, I love student teachers. That I is know, my... we both do. I'm going to add it to the list of future ideas. Oh, maybe someday we'll talk about something of value. That's so exciting. Friends, thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate being able to kick off your morning. And we're excited to see you very soon on the next show of Teach Better Today. Please make sure that you are sharing ideas here. Again, the more the merrier. We want our network to grow and thrive. We want to make everyone feel confident and being a little bit better each and every day. We'll see yep. you soon. Bye, friends. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.